This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Say goodbye to performance robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Hurricane cuts path of destruction. There's no water, there's no power. The CDC chief on a vaccine. Late second quarter, third quarter, 2021. President says he's wrong. He just made a mistake. I think he misunderstood the question. Attorney General on virus lockdown. Other than slavery, this is the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Hurricane Sally blitzed the Gulf Coast, leaving record flooding in parts of Alabama and the Florida panhandle. It's a storm blamed for at least one death. Hundreds of thousands don't have power. CBS's David Begno reports this morning from Pensacola Beach, Florida. Some buildings were torn apart, debris scattered, really everywhere. This has been a lot worse than we ever thought it would be. I mean, you can't see where the sound starts or ends. It's crazy. We talked to Caleb Mendenhall. He manages the Paradise Inn where Sally took the roof straight off. It landed on top of one of the villas and then another section out in the bay. While most people say they'll pick up the pieces and move forward, others like Dave Carton say Sally may be the reason he moves away. I'm thinking about going further north. Smoke from the western wildfires has made it to the east coast and now to Europe. Some who've gone back to towns devastated by the flames can't believe their eyes. All of it's gone. It's hard to accept. In Roseville, California, Elizabeth Rupert is trying to help fire victims who have ended up near her. They don't have access to clothes, access to, like, soap, just, like, the basic needs. Well, President Trump contradicts his own CDC director about the timetable for a coronavirus vaccine and the effectiveness of masks in a dispute that's boiling over in public. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. President Trump insisted CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield was wrong when he testified under oath that the general public may not have access to a COVID-19 vaccine until later next year. He just made a mistake. I think he misunderstood the question. But Redfield did not look or sound confused at all. If you're asking me when is it going to be generally available to the American public, we're probably looking at late second quarter, third quarter, 2021. The president offered a much earlier date. It could be announced in October, but uh, once we go, we're ready. Mr. Trump also disputed Redfield's testimony about the benefits of wearing masks. I might even go so far as to say that this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me 
that when I take a COVID vaccine. As far as the mask is concerned, he made a mistake. After Mr. Trump's briefing, Redfield issued a statement that did not say he misspoke about vaccines or masks. CBS's Catherine Herridge says Attorney General William Barr has made it clear elected officials and not scientists should be leading the way through the pandemic. At a conservative Constitution Day event in Virginia last night, Attorney General Bill Barr said this of quarantining nationwide. Other than slavery, which was a different kind of restraint, this is the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history. Barr suggested that politicians, not medical professionals, should guide the public during the pandemic. person in the white coat is not the grand seer. A free people makes its decision through its elected representatives. Barr criticized his prosecutors for political headhunting and defended criticism that he ever interfered in cases involving close associates of the president. Letting the most junior members set the agenda might be a good philosophy for a Montessori preschool, but it is no way to run a federal agency. And then denied he's ever interfered on Mr. Trump's behalf. All prosecutorial power is vested in the attorney general. And as I say to FBI agents, whose agent do you think you are? Well, a military whistleblower says federal officials went looking for unusual crowd control devices as they mapped out a plan to deal with protesters in Washington's Lafayette Square for President Trump's church photo op in June. CBS's Cammie McCormick. One device is called a heat ray. It sends a beam of energy into a person. The Defense Department's lead military police officer for the Capitol region also sent an email asking if the D.C. National Guard had long-range acoustic devices. The D.C. Guard was not in possession of either. In fact, defense officials had ordered that Guard troops not be armed when they went into D.C. In Michigan, a legal challenge to the state's mailing of unsolicited ballots failed. An appeals court says it's legal. And at the White House, CBS's Paula Reed tells us... The president suggested unsolicited mail-in ballots are a greater threat to democracy than even foreign interference. He suggested that millions and millions of unsolicited ballots are being sent out. But in fact, 41 of 50 states require voters to actually request a ballot before they will receive one. Only a handful of states actually send out unsolicited ballots. One of the president's key backers at Health and Human Services, spokesman Michael Caputo, says he's taking a 60-day leave of absence. It comes amid allegations of political meddling in the coronavirus response and Caputo warning of election violence. One of the two Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies shot in an ambush last weekend in Compton has been released from the hospital. The sheriff says the 24-year-old man has a long road for recovery and promising leads are being followed in the hunt for a suspect. There's a follow-up to a story we reported last month. Police in Salt Lake City ordering a dog to attack a black man who had his hands up in his backyard. Now an officer is facing aggravated assault charges. Well, now to Chicago's Wrigley Field. During the fifth inning of last night's Cubs win over the Indians, a drone appeared. There's a drone flying up over oh, center got a field. Drone. Okay. Oh, yeah, there it is up there. Little beady red eyes. It landed in the outfield. Players headed to the dugouts. Then it took off, hovered about 100 feet above the ground, then vanished over the scoreboard. Last night from empty venues in Nashville, the Academy of Country Music Awards. Keith Urban hosted on CBS, and it got down to the big moment. I've never heard of it. Good Lord. We have a tie for Entertainer of the Year. The first artist, Thomas Rhett. Look what God gave her, how perfect she made her. Oh my goodness gracious, 
Keith, what is happening right now? What's happening is that he shares the top award with... Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling... Carrie Underwood. I am more than happy to share this with Thomas Rhett and just to have my name mentioned with his... Old Dominion won Song of the Year and Group of the Year accepting their awards in masks. A new memorial is open in Washington today to honor Dwight D. Eisenhower, commander of Allied forces in World War II. The free men of the world are marching together to victory. So the new memorial features a statue of him visiting troops just before the launch of D-Day. There's also a life-size sculpture of Eisenhower as a young boy, the kid from Abilene, Kansas, who grew up to be the nation's 34th president. His granddaughter, Susan Eisenhower, is proud his legacy is being honored. He is a man, I think, whose values and principles can be an inspiration for rising generations. After several Trump signs were stolen from his lawn, a 54-year-old New Bedford, Massachusetts man put up one with an electric fence around it. John Oliveira says it's solar-powered and the new Trump sign's been untouched for two weeks. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.